Welcome back to the Boys 161st Street, episode 124. Today is May 17th. The year is 2021. After zero. That's what Pat McAfee says. Good guy. 2021 years past zero. <laughs> Today you got me, Luke, Mur- Murph, Chandler, and Damon. Uh, Yankees have now won another series. Obviously tonight, not going so hot. We're recording during the eighth inning. Yankees win another series. 6-0-2 in the last eight series. They seemingly lose every last game of the series, which I do have a gripe with, so... Gripe alert! It's a good guy. He sounds pretty good. I wonder who recorded that. But yeah, that's my gripe, but I have another gripe later that I'll get into. But you know, I think it was like 2-7 and seven in what? sweep games. No, they, they did the stat the other day. Oh, you like have the real stat. One in, yeah, no, it was like 1-6 or 2-7 and seven in sweep games. Something fucking stupid like that. We swept yeah. one out of like four or five. I just feel like we always punt that last game. But either way, we're 14 and six in the last 29, including tonight. We don't know the final yet. We'll be watching with you. So as you listen to this episode, if you're listening to it tomorrow on Tuesday, you will find out together. If there's a walk off, it's going to be crazy. Kind of a crazy episode. So buckle up. Got a lot to talk about, though. So how are we doing, boys? Hanging in there. We'll see how the next uh, few minutes go with the rest of the game. Because I feel like this game... <clears throat> Obviously, right now it's five two. We drop it. That's not great. Can't really lose to the Rangers, but we'll see. It's a four game series, though. But I, I agree. Like if we were waiting, Rangers, if we were waiting till the end of this game. It's one of those things where, like you know, very different episode if we would have waited to the end. So I guess we'll find out together. But as of right now, there are a lot of things to talk about that aren't even related to this. We kind of would if we waited to the end of this, we would have had an even more packed show than we have today. But we got a lot to talk about. Uh, Chandler, I hope you're doing good. I'm not going to ask you how you're doing, though. Injury updates. Stanton is dead. Uh, he was placed on the IL. They are hopeful about that. I'm not hopeful. Yankees fall to the Rangers. Oh, it is final. 5-2. I thought it was in the eighth, low-key. But, no. okay. Yeah, I, I heard you we said that. It was in the eighth. And I, was just yeah, trying I didn't want to be that key. I don't want to be that guy. But no, you couldn't just tell me. <laughs> I thought I, I was just playing along with it. I didn't want to, you know, it's like telling a kid that Santa's not real. I wanted to let you at least have the hope for a little bit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think it's a little less extreme than that. <laughs> okay. So back to Stan. Aaron Boone said yesterday there was hope that Stan would be available in Texas this week. Now he lands on the 10 dial. Uh, it's day to day. Again, they hope it's not anything overly significant. They're trying to get out in front of it. Seemingly trying to get it out in front. I hate that saying. That's my least favorite that's, that's saying. That's their ever. favorite saying. That's just because they, oh, they're always out in front of everything. So. That's what she said. <laughs> Murph, out of 10, what was that? Seven. Why? Because I like I like laid it off the glass for myself. Yeah, I think it's funnier. Well, so you- that, that you lost points for that. And then also, like, there's room for better ones. Okay. There's going to be a 10 out of 10 one day. I probably well, well, I got a 10 out of 10 the other time. 10 out of 10 is someone else someone else saying something and you being quick, quick to, to the it. trigger. You can it's it's not as impressive if you lay yourself up. I kissed it off the glass and I slammed yeah. it home. Either way, I just I don't like that saying whatsoever and it's, it's we do it all the time. We're always getting out in front and it's not even it's it's something that we need to do. 
obviously. I mean, this is just a team that is hurt all the time, and it's just, I don't know, just a great. I don't believe it. I don't believe it, and I'm going to tell you why. Because Friday, like five minutes before it was announced that he's basically fucking about to have to be put down, was that he was, they were considering playing him in the fucking outfield. And then, like, 30 seconds after it, they're like, oh, JK, he's out for the game, but he'll be fine. And then the next one, and then radio silence. And then now they're just like, oh, we're going to sneak it by him and yeah, put him I on think, the IL. I think that, like, just, that just confirms, like, he cannot play the outfield. If he's... Or does he need to play the outfield? I just found it funny, too. I, yeah. saw, I saw a funny tweet about that, and it was like, the second there were rumors that Stanton was potentially going to play the outfield, it's like he heard that, and then he's like, <laughs> "All right, I'm just going to be hurt right now." You know like, what? My leg's kind take... of cramping up. Yeah, right funny now. you, funny you mentioned playing left field. I don't feel too hot today. I could really use a trip to the IL, and that's probably how he, how he handled that. But also, in other injury news, Hicks has a torn tendon sheath in his left wrist. Surgery is possible. We'll try to treat it with medication first. This is this is a very complicated injury. I knew nothing about it until people started talking about it after this. But if you remember, Mark Teixeira had this in 2013, and it didn't really end well for him. They they didn't do surgery with him, I'm pretty sure. I think Murphy was telling me. No, and he tore both. They did surgery on one, and the other one was a cortisone shot, and he was fine in a week. So that's the medication they're trying to say, like they'll try to yeah. do a cortisone shot. So- you said it happened in like 2013. That was the one that gave him a cortisone shot. He was fine. And then 2015, where we saw the Greg Bird flash, was when he had the surgery. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm worried about that. The guy on MLB Network today said that it ended his career when he was trying to come back too early. So, obviously, we didn't think he was going to be out that long. But if it's that serious, where he could potentially have a career ending injury if he's coming back early, especially when he's not playing that well. I'm fine with him getting surgery if that's going to keep him from not retiring due to injury. If there's one person I mean, that I'm not worried about coming back early, it's Aaron Hicks. It doesn't even yeah, look like he wants yeah. to be there half the time. I don't think he's going to push himself. Yeah, a, he's not know. hitting well, and B, we have a million outfielders. So that's the thing. Like, more. How how long is that injury recovery? It can't be can't be quick. Like it's just, it's season ending if he has a surgery. I, I think yeah. so. I don't know. It could, it could be a career ending. We don't know. Right, we'll cross like he, that he bridge when we get out. there. As of right yeah, now, it doesn't, I, I don't want to... yeah, it doesn't look good for this year as of right now. And for that purpose and with Stanton being on the IL and that there was, I think there was 99% percent of a chance that he never plays in the outfield this year, this being Stanton. I think him getting this injury again, because they were, they were again talking about, oh yeah, maybe we'll throw him out there. I don't even know if they were, that was serious it may not have been a legitimate thing and maybe just boone talking to the media and saying yeah we possibly could be thinking about it like he always does doesn't give any real definite answers it's very vague but if there was any question as to whether he would play the outfield i think that is put to rest now and with that being said with hicks going down and that option of him in the outfield probably dead we need to start talking about trade options because there are, you know, Esteban Florial is technically an option, but they're talking about he just got promoted to AAA and he really hasn't played much baseball at all. So as much as I would prefer to honestly see that that happen and then address pitching with the trade deadline, I don't think that's going to be, you know, 
how they do it. And obviously, when we get into these, we're going to operate under the assumption that the Yankees are going to stay under the luxury tax, which we have four to five million dollars left that we kept for that. But, you know, I would hope they don't because then you can go after a guy like Scherzer and just go win the damn thing. But, you know, that's how we're going to operate. But like I said, we're going to get into those in a little bit after, you know, after we do finish up the injuries. But that's the reason why we're going to start talking about it. I know it's a little early and we were talking about that before, too. But, you know, it's inevitable that we're going to address it with the deadline or with just a trade before the deadline. So that's why we're going to get into that and see some potential options we can go through. But uh, just to round out the injury updates, Britain had a setback, which stinks. Uh, general soreness scheduled to see a doctor. Hopeful, not significant. If there's one thing I know about the Yankees, general soreness means Tommy John surgery. Or at least an IL stint. I'm oh, not expecting absolutely. to see him until October. 2023. <laughs> I will see Zach Britton in October of 2023. See you there. Hope yeah, you're ready I'm, to go. I'm not counting on seeing him at all this year i think we should plan plan for the worst because that's probably what's going to happen and then it's so frustrating because we we're always just missing two to three key pieces that are out for so long that we start to forget that they're even on the team yeah like i keep forgetting that we have sevy potentially coming back i keep forgetting that we have britain potentially coming back with how good our bullpen's been so like well except for the other night but still just in general it's so frustrating when you have so many guys on the IL for so long, you forget they're even there. And we're so used to it, too. It's and we're an so every year thing. Flip side, little positive, not a whole lot of positive, and everybody's dying left and right on the field. But uh, Sevy had a setback, whatever, but he came back out the next day and was perfectly fine. So good on him. A little soreness. Took care of it. Got out there. Did his thing. Apparently, he looked great. He's thrown to live hitters again. I'll see you in the beginning of July. Let's fucking let's go. Comeback player of the year. Yeah, I don't I'm think still, that's possible. Not possible. Not possible. Also, I'm <laughs> still, I'm still not counting on that either because last month they were like, "Oh yeah, he'll come back in the summer," which is a three month span. So them saying that he had a setback is even, and then he's come back, and then maybe he's fine again. But I that that's the most up in the air conversation that I don't even want to talk about because who the fuck knows. Well, his setback was his like back tightness, and I think he just like slept on it wrong because well, he yeah. literally he he sat out for a day, came back, and he pitched apparently really well. So, but like when you can't even give with, within a month of a target, and it has to be three months, then there's there's no way that you can confidently say, that, oh yeah, we're gonna have him by you know the playoffs, whatever that is. So. Whatever. That's my So last on the injury updates, Odor could be back tomorrow. So that's actually very good news because then we can see less good. and less of uh Tyler Wade. So he, he can't come... do fucking anything right now. Yeah, that's right, not though. true, but we'll, yeah. we'll we'll get into that later. But you know, that's the injury update. I'm gonna operate under the assumption that this is the team we have. Like you said, it's way wild to think that these guys are coming back. Who knows the timeline on them? We don't we're given a timeline, but that's not really accurate as we can have we've we can attest to from past injuries. So this is the team we got, and that's my the way I'm going to operate. Anything else is just gravy. So I mentioned one gripe alert before, but this is my real gripe alert. So gripe alert. 
I have a feeling that's gonna get old really, really fast. I'm gonna I, use I, it sparingly. Yeah, I agree. I'm gonna use it, especially sparingly. because you played it twice before you even started. Whenever, recording. whenever Rella gets a new sound, he just kills it. You gotta run it a couple of times. No, you gotta. It's all about being sporadic and time. Well, no, this is this is an actual moment where I have a gripe. Yeah, but you had two gripes already this episode. The other one was barely a gripe. This one I have it's a barely really a gripe. It doesn't deserve a gripe alert sound. This one does. Yeah, sure. you haven't even heard it yet. If you saved the gripe alert sound for this, we would have been in business. That's what I said. So I'll I'll wear that first one. But yeah, so my new gripe this time is just it's just the Talkman trade. So the Talkman trade in the moment still didn't look good. It still didn't really make sense. You know, whatever. You're getting some pitching depth. You're getting an extra guy. And, you know, you're getting an extra reliever, an extra lefty. That's probably why we're doing that. But, you know, now it doesn't make sense because and you saw this. You can read the tea leaves. There's no depth that we have in the outfield, and it makes no fucking sense to trade one of the few that can actually field any position, specifically center field. You know Hicks has a potential to get hurt. You know that Stanton can't play left field. So all of these things, just read the fucking tea leaves. If one of them goes wrong, which there's 90% likelihood that one of them goes wrong, both of them went wrong. And now you're seeing a situation. I mean, if they didn't expect that to happen, that's just the most wishful thinking I've ever seen in my life. So how, my point is, how do you not prepare for any of those two things to happen? That's why it bothers me, because now this is a perfect time. Like, I want to go trade for Talkman again. I want backseas on this deal. Wandy Peralta has been decent, but, you know, it, we could have avoided this nonsense. And now we don't. We might not even have to be talking about a trade piece if we don't make that deal. Disagree. See, I don't think getting rid of Talkman was the worst thing in the world. Obviously, in hindsight, it backfired in our face. It would have been a deal that I would have liked to see them wait on, wait until the deadline and throw him in a deal and get somebody for that. But they got rid of him so early when there's so much, like you said, Rilla, that can go wrong. So it's not so much that they traded talking because at the time it kind of made sense. There wasn't a place for him. We needed a lefty in the bullpen. So we, you know, it was, it, it was an okay. The logic was there. Not, it wasn't a great trade, but the logic was there. Now, obviously blew up in our face. Murphy's law, anything that could have gone wrong went wrong. Our outfielders started going down, getting hurt, and Wandy Wandy's okay. He's not great. He's okay. Gotta really use Talkman now. So that's why I wish we waited until the deadline where at least you know, but then at the same time, then you're just kinda holding Talkman on the bench and not really playing him if it all goes well. So it's kind of a tough Yeah. I you know. I, I agree with, with, with that part of it that we should have waited and we probably we probably could have gotten someone a little bit better, but I also I'm I'm not that upset really about it because Wandy does fill a void that we we need. Like he he has been productive and he is a good lefty arm out of the bullpen. There's no there's no denying that at all. And it's not like Talkman went to San Francisco and is lighting it up. Like he's still a below average kind of player right now. It's like if he went out there and was hitting three hundred and was like carrying this team or became this like superstar in the Giants, then yeah, I'd be fucking pissed. Because, you know, we just need to play him. And that probably would have happened. But because he's not doing anything special, I think that we kind of... Right now, we won because Wandy's more productive than Talkman would have been, in my that's opinion. That's true. I don't think we won. And kind of that's my, well, my main... How do, you, how, do you, how do you say that? Because because I'm just saying, I don't give a fuck about winning or losing the deal on paper. I don't either. I'm just saying... It doesn't well, matter. The point is, like, how did you not... You said Murphy's Law. Anything that can go wrong will go wrong. It's not even that. Like, yes, anything can go wrong, will go wrong. It all went wrong. But even if one of the things went wrong, even if just Hicks got hurt, 
we're still in a situation where we need an outfielder for the field. Like now, what now we're in a spot where we're even worse because now Murphy's Law, if anything else goes wrong, we have Tyler Wade at center field every day. So like that well, is the issue that we have at hand now. And like we've we've been without Talkman for a few weeks now, and it's already gone to shit. That's what I'm saying. I know Talkman's not the best fielder, but he would be play- not the best player overall, but he's a great fielder, is what I meant to say. And that's why like the point we're at now is a point where now we have to explore more depth options. And we wouldn't be in that spot if we didn't make this stupid deal. Because also one more thing before I let you go, Chandler, because you look like you're about to have an aneurysm. I am about to have an aneurysm. <laughs> I just say I'm just also up- upset about it too, because we're taking we have two things that were seemingly very like high on depth. We have they're very two they're two of our very big strong positions. That being the bullpen, that being outfield, it seemed. And then you're taking you're just strengthening an already really great strength for the team and weakening another one. Like why not just keep the two and then strengthen somewhere else? Like it didn't make sense to just strengthen the the, the bullpen just to do it. Like it didn't make sense. You also have Britain coming back. Like that didn't make sense to me. That's what I'm about to say is because so if you can take this back a month and look into the future, are you really still choosing one alternative over the other? Because now we just learned today that Britain could be out for God knows how long. Like you have a setback on your elbow and then you have the stuff in the outfield. You're also banking on Frazier not being the not borderline, the worst hitting outfielder in baseball, the worst hitting player in baseball. You're not banking on you're banking on him to be decent again. You're banking on Gardner to not be hitting 100. You're banking on your outfield to be at least competent in what you have, and then you don't have the bullpen arm. So I'm saying even if you go back and you can see the future, I don't think it's – I don't know that you'd pick a different outcome like because you're still filling a void either way. And, I mean, I don't know. I still feel – not confident in Brett Gardner, but like at least you have a veteran presence in the lineup. Like, yeah, you can re- you can replace an inning here or there, especially when the way that a lot of our games have been going. But I don't know. That's just what like, Rel. If you could go back one month from now and see everything you know now, would you? Do you still think it's a dumb trade? Yes, it's dumber now to me because you didn't. How I expected this to happen. That's how. But you're you're just thinking of Talkman as a body. Like he's not. He's not a. He wouldn't be a better productive player. He's just another player. Exactly. It's not like you traded Mike. It's not like you traded Mike Trout. You're not. Yeah, but like I'm not saying that. I'm saying he could play outfield. And now, like I said, we're one injury away. Then we had Ryan Lamar. I shouldn't know Ryan Lamar's name. I should have never. Ryan Lamar can come up and play. Sub somewhat decent fielding and hit yeah. 200 the same way talking. Would, yeah, exactly. Like he would play the same way. I'm I'm pretty sure if Florial came up, he would play the exact same way, maybe even better. Like it, it makes sense, and I'd rather have one. He had the bullpen at this point. Okay, agree to disagree. Do you guys want to get into rounding third? If yeah. you want to. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you want. You want to. No, I don't actually. I want to skip ahead. Rounding third. <laughs> All right, so rounding third, if you're joining us for the first time, is a segment where we have some bold-ish takes and we try and prove our case. There's a play at the plate. We Everybody else who you're trying to prove to, they decide if you're safe or out on the take. And this time around, there wasn't much you know, bold takes outside of you know trades. So I think this time around, we're just going to do, everybody picks a guy that they think should be that outfield guy we target. 
and you make your case for them and the rest of us call you safe route. So uh, who else wants to start? I have, I actually do have a rounding third. Okay. Wow. Okay. Look at you. Yeah, Chandler. I was prepared. I even did research on this. Hey, one, guess what? So. We're actually not doing round and third today. No, I'm just fucking yeah, no, I'm doing it. We'll throw that, <laughs> we'll throw that on fuck. the back. We'll throw that on the I'll... back. So start with the player first, and then we'll do It's like we'll the do one the time end. we don't ask you to do round and third, you do it anyway. I know. I'm fucking This is like I was mic checks today. all over again. When we ask you to do a mic check, you don't talk into the mic. No, that's Murph. I both better do at it. Either way. It's the bloopers of the getting set up. It's actually really funny. I'll go first, and I'll take the easy one. I'd like to see Joey Gallo. I mean, that's, I think that's his. I think one. Murph's that is an upset. easy one. How could anybody not want Joey Gallo? No, I'm swing. with you. That would that would. I wanted to go last because I have a couple other guys, but I knew somebody would say Joey Gallo. He seems yeah, like yeah. I mean, he he's the no brainer. I mean, he's got a sweet swing that plays there. He plays great defense. He's relatively fast. He gets on base. What I mean, great fielder. Did we say that? Great fielder. That's what I'm saying for a team that can't field worth the shit. I well, mean, I I I guess, but. I don't want another guy who's going to hit 200 and have a thousand strikeouts. He gets on base though. It's not just like I saw. It was a stat today. It was like 58 percent of his at bats either are a home run, a walk, or a strikeout. Which yeah, the strikeouts yeah, the, are they called it like the three outcomes, the three true outcomes. Yeah, but also yeah. how many times? How many times have we complained about how this lineup is just built off of guys hitting home runs, and that's why we lose ball games? And now you want to bring in another guy who just strikes out more and hits same. home runs? It's just, it's more of the same. You're you're mm-hmm. asking for another. You're asking for a replica, just who has a lefty swing. No, but think know. about how long the Yankees have been waiting for a lefty bat who's going to excel at Yankee Stadium. We've been talking about guys for years. Didi we were talking about bringing in Schwarber. We're talking about Harper for years. Harper, yeah, like those just the big lefty, you know, bomb guys that can use the short porch. And like, there are a few other guys that can fit that. That's why I had a few, and I wanted somebody else to say Joey Gallo because there's other people to talk about, but. I think we're undermining the fielding because he can also he can play everywhere and he can field everywhere significantly better than anybody we have except for right field. My question to that is, do you really and this I I'm all on board with Joey Gallo because I know how great of a player he is. My one gripe, Don't I'm not going to play it. I'm not going to play it. <laughs> My one gripe would be that, you know, it is like you said, more of the same. And I am the biggest sub advocate of being, you know, that small ball type team and who can hit field run all that stuff and he's just more the same that the yankees have and i get it and that's why we haven't been that ever we've always been this bopping team and he is a lefty and he is all that i don't like the more the same but also you guys have to realize i don't see the tiger there's a this is a trade both sides have to agree i don't see them i don't see them that that, i don't know i said tigers so but either way the premise is still the same both sides need to agree to a deal. I don't see them getting rid of a cornerstone player like Joey Gallo, who's 27, and he's only making $6 million. Like, that's not something they want to do. Well, well they, I, I was going to say quickly, I think that he's going to be – they're also – he's going to be have a huge asking price, too, that I don't think is going to be worth it. Like, we're, just, we're, talking, we're talking about all these kind of, like, not, not flaws, but not perfect fits for the lineup right at this time, and this team at this time. And he's gonna have a big asking price. He's a big name, and he's a he's a good player. But I just don't think he. We have too many of him already. Well, think I've, think about the long term outfielders we have right now, and that's becoming more and more cloudy. That he is a tank. I mean, look at his injury history. You can fact check me, but I feel like he's out there all the time. 
He plays that gold glove defense. He gives you power. Look at our outfield right now. Who is who's a staple? Judge. Judge. If if you want to call him that, who he's had a hard time staying on the field, like it or not. And I know he's doing hot right now, and we love to go with how he's doing. But I, I mean, regardless of how he's performed over the last two weeks, he is injury prone. We don't have a staple that stays healthy in the outfield. I think he gives you more than just like instant relief of seeing Andahar, who I still love, but Andahar, Frazier, and Gardner rotating out and fucking Ryan Lamar in the outfield. Is I think it, that's what you get. You he, get a long term staple. I, I I get that, but here's the thing: I don't really give a fuck about the long term staple right now. If we're if we're making a trade for the trade deadline, I want it to be someone who's going to help win a World Series. I don't care about four years down the road and creating a staple in the outfield why can't it be both be here that's my my plan is a both thing and that's actually i'm I'm glad you brought that up because i i think this is a good opportunity there are some names out there that are long-term opportunity long-term potential staples on the yankees like you can get somebody you know lindor is not doing too hot for the mets right now but they got him with a plan to lock him up as a rental and then they got him to get locked up mookie bets the same thing trades can be guys that you you know have a future with whether they're rentals or not whether they have one year or not I have a guy in mind, and if if you guys mind, if I go to mind now, who I've liked for a long time. I can't Murph. Okay, Murph, go ahead. I don't mind. <laughs> okay, I don't mind. I I really like Starlin Marta, and it, dude, this dude, I've I've spoken about what I like in a player on this podcast. I just said it too. He does everything that we don't do, and it adds a different dimension to the Yankees. And if, you know, adding Joey Gallo to the team would be nice. He'd hit home runs as a lefty, and you know, if they accept that trade, I, I wouldn't be upset. But a guy like Starlin Marte, who plays plus defense in center field, who can run, who can steal bases, who can hit for average, he does literally everything that we lack. And that is exactly why I want a guy like that. He's making $12.5 million this year, which is the, on the upper end of these uh, these names that we're looking at. But it's also, you have to think about it, he's a one-year rental and divide that cap hit in this year in half because you're going to get him a halfway through the year and mm-hmm. the other team might eat some of the contract the other team being the marlins so jeter might help us out he's done it before so you know i i really like it so that would be a cap hit of about you know about the five million that we do have so i think that'd be a perfect 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 trade it would help us out so much we'd ha- we wouldn't have to rely so much on the guys like dj to get on base and geo to get on base then now half of our lineup could be guys who can get on base and then you have a nice mix of the guys who can, you know, hit the home runs and stuff. Yes, he's not a lefty, and I know we're in the market for a lefty, but I think this is a good replacement for if what if Hicks, what if worst case scenario, or honestly, not even worst case scenario because I just like him more than Hicks. It's not saying much because Hicks hasn't been all that this year. I like Starlin Marte as the as the center fielder of the next couple of years during this championship window, and I think this is a good move to get him at a relatively good price. And he's only thirty two. He's in his fucking prime right now. Yeah. Mm. Also, one more thing. I was at a bar on Friday, and I met probably the only Marlins fan ever, other than Marlins man, who we also met. Those are the two Marlins fans that exist, and we've talked to both of them. So, and one of them is self named. One of them is self named, and is the mascot of the team. This is the other one, and he was sitting at a bar in New York. Don't know why. And I was talking to him while the game was on, and. I, I got the vibe that he wasn't a Yankee fan, but he knew everything. So I was like, what do you, who do you like? And he was like, oh, yeah, I'm a Marlins fan. And I started talking about this, about Starlin Marte. And I was expecting him to be like, oh, no, no, no. We, we're not 
trading him. We we love him. Immediately, he was like, absolutely, I would love you guys to take him because that, and it's not that they don't like him. It's exactly the reason why they got Starlin Marte from the Pirates is because when teams are rebuilding, you know, you kind of scratch your head as like, why are you getting a guy in his prime right now? You're clearly not trying to win. Other teams are doing that too, like the Royals getting Ben Attendee, who we might talk about later. But you scratch your head a little bit in the moment, but then you realize these guys are trying to catch fire in a bottle in one season, trying lightning in a bottle, wrong term, wrong saying, and then they're going to try and flip him at the deadline. So that's exactly what they got Marte to do. Same thing with like Matt Harvey. Why do you think he got a job on the Orioles? The Orioles are clearly rebuilding, but they're going to try and see if he can fucking do it for half a year and then flip him for some prospects. So it all makes sense. This Inter- might be a potential Darren Day situation. I don't hate Brian the Marte I'm telling you right now, Matt Harvey's going to be a Yankee this summer. <laughs> oh, you think so? I you know so. Because, so. no, absolutely. It makes way too much sense. There's going to be the rumors like, ooh, Hendricks, Castillo, which I know they're both pitching like shit, but just play so along. Exactly how much pot did you smoke? No, you're, we're going to get the regular <laughs> rumors that are like, ooh, yeah, Scherzer's coming. Deal's almost done. It's going to be like, Ooh, borderline deal breaking Harvey to the Yankees for Florial and six other prospects, and then everybody's gonna be pissed off. The <laughs> no, same if thing. If you give up anything other year. than a tub of orange slices for him, I'm gonna be pissed. <laughs> is he even pitching well this year? He, I mean, he, he did against us, average. which isn't. Didn't he get yeah. shelled? He went to he went back to City Field and got shelled like last week. So oh, I think he's having a bad yeah. year. I don't, I don't know why you think that's going to happen. All right, so let's not talk about Matt Harvey. Let's talk a little bit more about Stanley Marte. I'm just saying, doesn't that, sound, doesn't that sound like something that could happen? Isn't that the perfect name for, like, fucking, when we got no, Lance Lynn on his downfall? downfall. Yeah, right. he, he he's, he's three and three with a 4.81 ERA right now. Oh, he's coming That's the, the sweet Bronx. spot for you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Getting flipped yeah. for cheap. Here's your, here's your game two ALDS starter. I hope you guys are ready. Game two? If yeah. if he's the game two, we we have the whole team got COVID and they're out for a month, like wrong time. No, dude, I am not even going to entertain this anymore. I don't think that's going to happen. I, I mean, I'm ex- I'm exaggerating for clarity, obviously, I but I mean, we're in a bad spot if that if that's who we're, <laughs> we're bringing in in the deadline. And I think he's making like the like the four million that we would we have. So I don't. I, if he was a six hundred thousand dollar acquisition, then no, I maybe. thought they signed him for the minimum. Okay. Well, they had they had like move. two million, isn't it? No, nah, I think it's like out. one. Go back to Starling Marte, Murph. You had something to say about that? Well, no, I was just saying like I don't think he's who we're going to target, so I realistically don't think we're going to go for him. But I don't hate where you're coming from in terms of he is what we don't have. But I like in terms of he can field. He I don't. He's not really fast anymore. I know he used to be. Dude, he steals bags. And, uh, you know, he's a contact guy. He's not that fast, though, really. I, I have my fantasy team. He steals bags. He's currently on the IL. He's about to come back, but he's he gets about like 25, 30 bags a year. No really? Way. No way. Check his stats. Check the tape. I'm checking you on that. Anyway, regardless. Me on so, that. like, even regardless of whether steals not, bags. he steals bags, he's just, like, not quite, like, the the pop guy the that, that I want to see. Like Yankee. I, you don't think he would earn his pinstripes, Merv? No, no, no. I'm saying he's not the pop guy. I, mean, I want somebody who you don't need the can, pop guy. A, he doesn't hit from that. the left side. I want. So, I that. think at the deadline, I want to see somebody who can rake and can rake from the left side. I think that's what we need. I agree so, with the lefty. Like, and getting a good lefty would be a great acquisition. 
I don't I don't agree at all that you have to get a pop guy. Dude, we are we we had a slow sluggish start to the season offensively, and I think we're still like second or third in home runs. We don't need a pop guy. I would like to confirm that you are correct on the stolen bases. I know. Right. Outside well, of 2020, because I don't count that, the last two, three years, year. 25, 33, right. 21, 47, 30, 30. All okay. right, but he's not the he 47 guy. So that, that's where I was thinking. So it was like he's, right I knew he swiped 41 year, and it wasn't the last two years. But either way. Super fun being um, right. The I believe, I can't remember the exact thing I saw on Twitter today or yesterday, but like the Yankees have the lowest OPS, I think, in the NFL or in the MLB, the NFL, um, <laughs> of any team from the left side. What? Good news this is now a Jets podcast. No, never, never. No, but we have we don't hit from the left side. Obviously, we don't have anybody in no, line taking it from the left side. But for somebody, the team that has the short porch, wouldn't you want to have a couple lefties that can hit? I, I agree, but I don't think that's going to be solved in one one move. Yeah, that's and not. I think that's, I'm not saying it is. That's I'm just saying that I address. feel like if we're targeting somebody at the deadline. You might want to bring in somebody that can hit. I, the ball I don't the want. Side. I don't want someone who can barely hit it over the right field fence. Here's, I don't want that to be our attraction. Here's where I stand on that, Murph. I agree completely. Targeting a lefty would be a good idea, but I absolutely prioritize just straight up talent over it being a lefty. I'd rather get no. I, a fanta- I like if if Starlin Marte is available on the table versus some other average lefty, I'm going to take Starlin Marte ten, t- mm-hmm. 10 times out of ten. I'm with you. No okay. problem with that. But I think there are other guys out there that I'd like to target more. And I I have two guys that I want to mention. Only one of them is a lefty. But, like, they're both having really, really good years compared to what they normally do. But they're also decent players. And I want to know what you guys would are they good either. Because obviously you trade for them. But what would you give up? And it's Hanniger and Winkler. Nice people. Hanniger and who? Winkler. Wink, wink, Jesse Winkler. Winker. 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 I said Winker the first time. Those are both on my list also. I think I think Hanniger is routinely one of the most slept on players in baseball. And he was yeah. hurt he was hurt last year, so people forget well, about him. Prop. And then he comes back and now he's lighting it up. He has the he's tied for the most home runs in the majors right now. I think I have I have his stats pulled up actually. I wrote a little He's tied with isn't he tied with black. Judge? Yeah, he's got twelve. Yeah, Judge and Acuna. Yeah. Acuna, that's the other and Acuna's hurt, so he, he and Acuna Judge was back today. Off there, so Hanniger, he's currently tied with the MLB lead in home runs, and he becomes a free agent in 2023. So it's not just a one-year rental; it's one year and then and next year as well. More more sexy to, for a trade, honestly. You get one year of control after that. Got to give up more for and him though, because not just makes, one year. I agree, and he only makes three million dollars. Well, arbitration next year would we'll probably be more. Four, like, but still, I think it's four or five if it's arbitration first year. Right. I mean. Either way, either way, arbitration next year. We reset the tax, and isn't yeah. the new like collective bargaining agreement this year? Mm-hmm. So it's, the so, only thing yeah, we have to worry right. about for these deals would be the four million, four to five million we have left under the luxury tax, if we stay under, which I'm assuming we are. If we don't, if there's a way to get somebody big, I know this is a little off topic, but if there's a way to get somebody big, and we don't blow by that to hit the world series just finally cross that threshold i'm gonna lose my fucking mind we'll never know if there was a deal to I, be made we'll just yeah yeah, yeah I, we will we'll, we'll know we'll know like january of next year like sure uh, like, was like we saw the judge and angels thing the other yeah, day they like, made a push but yeah felt- it's it's the fucking headline of breaking 
Scherzer was almost a Yankee, but then he wasn't. Like, yeah. yeah, thanks for just ruining my random day in January after we got swept in the DS. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't Murph, with the Winker thing, I am all for Jesse Winker. I really don't think they'll sell him. And a lot of people no, don't. No, no. I don't think he's I don't think he's a possibility. It's just a thought because twenty seven he he's young and he's he's kind of popping up, but I, I'm right thinking now. of him as like I, like I don't like you know how we do the hot and not like you buying or selling. I don't know if I'm buying how well he's hitting right now. I'm like I don't know that. if he's really that good. He's got a one dot he, OPS. I right think now. he's good. He's no, good, I know he's hitting well. I don't. I, don't know I agree. He I, don't, I maybe he's not that good right now, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I was just emphasizing how well he's doing right now. He's got a one dot. No, Judge has a one dot OPS right now. So right. just for comparison purposes, he's batting three forty four, four hundred on base percentage, six hundred two slugging. It's pretty good. By my math, incredible and under I would love team for control him to do that. But until if he comes to New York in the middle of the season. We can't expect him to do that. And if we could, I'd give up a lot for that. But I don't think that's going to happen. See, when you're looking at sellers too, and teams that are going to be sellers, I don't think like all of the teams that we just listed. I think the Reds are probably the best of those, and I think they're the least likely to be sellers. And they're in an easy division too. Like they could easily. Like the Cardinals are great this year, but. And the Brewers pitching is good, but like, you know that that oh Cubs are sneaky. Cubs are sneaky. Exactly. Yeah, but that division's always division's up in the wide air. open. That division's wide the fuck open. Like, no, it is. They right. they could they could be on the other side. They could be a buyers and be a couple players away from being the division winners. Like it's just that's that division is so wide open. So yeah. I don't foresee they, they could they could possibly be sellers, but they also could not be sellers. But even if they are sellers, I don't see them selling him. Yeah. He doesn't. No, fit I agree. That Hanager of, would be more realistic, but yeah. Well, here, I'd like here's, to see uh, here's my guy, uh, David Peralta, on the that's a great Diamondbacks. One. Absolutely love it. And they are Diamondbacks are they're not going to win this division. They're not going to win this division for a few years. You know they had the Dodgers, the Padres, and some of the Giants are good this year. They came out of nowhere and they're in the top of the division right now. They're the, not bad. The Padres, the Padres are in the middle of literally trying to win a World Series. The Dodgers just won a World Series, trying to go for another one. Rockies Diamondbacks, stink. the Rockies are non-existent. The Diamondbacks are; they should probably start thinking about doing a whole rebuild as well. It's not so, their five-year span, no way. Yeah, David Peralta, he's thirty-three years old. He's plus outfielder. He won a Gold Glove in twenty nineteen. Lefty bat. He strikes out very little, eighty-ninth percentile in strikeout percentage, and. Did I say lefty bat already? Yes. You did say And he hits already. the ball hard. He's a contact guy. <laughs> I will say he kind of fits the bill of a Yankee trade well because of the age. At 33, he's a prime trade candidate. And the Diamondbacks don't need to do a total rebuild. They have a solid yeah. core and they have solid players. And we have a lot of major league ready guys. So we're not trading a bunch of uh, low A like scrubs. Like hopefully they pan out. Hopefully, you know, whatever. You got a bunch of potential here. We can trade those major league younger ready what those younger major league ready guys to them and get something like that in return. It kind of fits perfectly to the model that they're looking to use as far as you know the blueprints of a trade. That's exactly what the Yankees want. He fits that bill. He is a career two ninety hitter too, which I like. I don't like the low batting average. I really like that. He makes seven and a half million this year. Uh, Damon, you did mention he's lefty, right? Yep. Okay, he's a lefty. Um, he's a under team control. I think he's either under team control until 2023 or becomes a free agent in 2023. Regardless, he's not a rental. He's got at least another year on his contract. I think it would be a good move. I think the seven and a half million dollars becomes half that. So 
Yeah, he's a, he's a that's, free agent. That's within our our cap. Amount. Out of all the guys we talked about, I think we'd have to give up the least for him. I agree, and I and I think he, you know, obviously provides a lot of value. To, he's not as big of a name as you know Gallo, or he's not as hot as Winker or Haniger, but kind of reminds me of McCutcheon. Through through. Yeah, he's an all-around player. Kind of, kind of reminds me of the McCutcheon trade a couple of years ago. Yeah, a lot of a these deals are, are that's like exactly what we're aiming for in that that be the, like this or even it, to a lesser degree the Cameron Mabin thing, which just worked out way more than we could have ever imagined happening. Was that a deadline deal, or, or did we just sign him before the year? We I signed we him before the year. McCutcheon yeah. is exactly what we should be aiming for here in terms of like the caliber of a player, like a, a veteran who's you know towards the back end, if like 32 range, exactly like Starlin Marte. Yeah. But, you know. And David Peralta, 33. You know, that actually makes a good point, though, because you were talking all the stuff that you said about Starlin Marte, except for the speed. He fits a lot of those bills the same way. Plus, he's already a lefty. And he's on a better deal, and we'd probably still be able to give up less for him than Marte. So, one last guy that I did want to mention that I have talked myself so into is Andrew Benatendi. This would take some getting used to, but and Murph's already shaking his head. But I, dude, he's a lefty bat. I've honestly, we, when we think about the Red Sox, I, he's the one that he's one that I never really hated. I never really hated a lot of the Red Sox, even during the 2018 run when they won the World Series and all that. But you know. He plays good defense. He's always he was amazing at defense. He played the one of the harder left fields to play, being the 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 green monster, and he played it very well. At least that was the eye test I saw whenever we played against him. He was a good hitter then. He had a couple of rough years, and now he's hitting pretty well now. He's on a relatively team friendly deal, I think. He, dude, he he knows the division. He knows a, a big moment. He's coming from a team that he's played in big moments before. Whereas people we've traded for in the past, being Sonny Gray come from Cincinnati and just can't do it in the big lights. He's been there. He's done that. You know, I, I really think I, I like, I like the fielding. I like the speed. I, he's swiping bags this year. It's that, that he fits that bill for me. We know him and I don't think the fans hate him at all. I, I mean, do you guys hate Andrew Benatendi? I love Benatendi. He I was one of my favorite. I liked a lot of those Red Sox go. people like me. I can actually separate like my baseball fandom and Yankee fandom. I'm not like fucking Carabas, who's the South Park meme. Every time Garrett Cole walks a fucking batter where I'm just in front of my fucking coded computer. Like I like <laughs> Devers and I like Benatendi. And I like Bogarts and I like JD Martinez. Like, and out of those, I loved Ben Attendi when he was there. I think he fits it perfectly and I'd love to see him in the outfield. And yeah, I mean, I would trust him in left field over fucking Clint Frazier right now or over Brett Gardner. I don't even know why or you, over you said that as Ryan close. He's a good fielder. No, I know. I'm yeah. not saying I'm not saying in the field. I'm just saying in the lineup in general. Yeah. No, he slot in easily right behind judges, our number two fielder as of today. And I, I mean, absolutely love it. I don't know what it would take to get him, but it'd take me some getting used to. I don't think I could root for him yet. I don't like him. He just kind of he he killed us he was for a there, while. He fit Boston too well. Yeah, I and thought. I just I yeah I agree with you, Murph. Like he, he had some big moments where he just destroyed us, and I'm still getting over it. I don't think that's what makes he's you like hate Ellsbury, somebody, though. Like when we got Ellsbury, I'm not yeah. saying like he sucks. He's going to get hurt and be like Ellsbury. But like when we got Ellsbury, it took me a little while to start rooting for Ellsbury because yeah. I didn't like him when he was at Bo- in Boston. And like if we Johnny got Dan. Benintendi, it would be a similar kind of thing for me. It, logistically, it makes sense. Would I really be that mad if we got him? No, I'd be happy because he's a good ball player. But like it takes me a little bit. 
I don't trust him. <laughs> I want him. I'm going to be honest. He's, he's, he's one of the higher ones on this list for me. And honestly, we put out the polls today, and people wanted him. He was the, he, he, I think, I'll check right now. I think he got the highest votes out of all of them. That's interesting. That is really If interesting. he got the highest votes, that's interesting. Marte got 55%. Dahl got 29%. Uh, Gallo got 62%. Winker, 55%. I, guess, I don't think people know about Winker. And yeah. that's he plays for the Reds. That's fair. 61% for Ben Attendee. 47 for Peralta, 50 for Hanniger. 47 for Peralta. That's surprising. I feel like Peralta's, now that Damon made his argument, he's kind of climbing up my list. I feel like he's just, he's not like, well, he plays in the Diamondbacks. He's like the most irrelevant franchise in baseball. Like people just don't forget the Diamondbacks exist. So I think that vote, though, the fact that he got such a high, there were a lot of votes on this, and I think the fact that one, I think you know, Yankee fans know him more than they know David Peralta, so that may be swinging the vote. But also that that is a testament to how not hated he was when he was a Red Sox, because the majority is now wanting him on the. Yankee. I think he fits. I think he fits really well. But I think that that should just that's. I think that's those are a great list of names to recap the names that we had: Starlin Marte, David Peralta, Mitch Haniger, Benintendi, Gallo. Uh, Jesse Winker, David Dahl, we didn't mention, and Brian Reynolds, we didn't mention, but Brian Reynolds could be an interesting one too. He makes like 600k, and he's a he's a Pirates guy, guy, right? Pirates. Like, yeah, Pirates, yeah. yeah, yeah, could be an interesting one. Loves contact, loves contact. Young makes 600 thousand. I don't know why they would trade him. I guess he's not in the window too. But you know, my friend mentioned that to me, and that was an interesting one too. But you know, I think that's enough talking about these deadline deals that could potentially not happen for months. But <laughs> we just wanted to get. A, Ahead of we're doing the the Yankee thing. We just wanted to get ahead of it. Get ahead of it. Yeah. See what happens. <laughs> we just we'll, wanted to we'll get ahead. Repair. Repair. Give them. Just wanted to get day. ahead of it. And oh. yeah. If that if you think about it, it kind of fits perfectly too. We get ahead of it, and it never happens. Kind of like we're getting ahead of an injury, and they never come back. There we go. <laughs> and yeah. just like we're getting ahead of this, none of these deals are going to fucking happen. So that's whatever. not true. I I am one for one on my predictions to two for actually no, that's not not one for one. I made a couple other predictions, but. I've recently hit two good ones. I predicted Kluber and Darren O'Day. And yeah, you're two for good. like 85. <laughs> <laughs> but those were the, we ran the tape. Those were the yeah. loudest two, though. But those <laughs> two. <laughs> those two, I'll take that to my grave. So you're back Joey, to the you're Yankees. The, you're the two outcome, like Joey Gallo, your home runner strikeout. Oh, yeah. So back to the Yankees a little bit. So I just had a question for you guys. And if you do know the answer, don't blurt it out. Who do you think on the Yankees have the highest batting average right now? Damon looked at my paper, so I'm I not going to I literally him. can't see that far. Who do you think on the Yankees is the highest batting average, Chandler? Is there know, a minimum uh, like plate appearances? No. Do you know the answer, Chandler? I don't know the answer. Okay. So. Is there a minimum plate appearances? That's a good question. Because if you're, if you're going to get somebody Tyler, two for two. If no, no, gonna no. He's played Tyler, enough games. If you're going to tell me Tyler Wade with like no. 11 at-bats. I'm going to guess. Gonna, I'm going to drive to New York and shit on your porch because I don't want to hear that shit. It is Tyler I'm Wade. He's played, 20, he's played 23 games, by the way. So it is Tyler Wade. And he's batting stupid He's style. batting 318. 23 318. games, is, 23 games is nearly as many as everybody else. It's like 10 games less. How many at-bats? What is he, like fucking four for 12? Go check. He's played 23 games. 13. He's batting 318. Tyler Wade is batting 318. He's batting 318. He's the only person on the Yankees above 300. Aaron Judge at 298. Geo 293, Stanton 282, and DJ 272. See, I knew Geo was close to 300, but I didn't. How many games? Tyler Wade. Tyler Wade is hitting 280. Okay, he, he has, has he has 22 at bats, oh, and he has seven hits. I looked at the wrong thing. All right, get the. Oh, I, I was right with Geo. You were right. What? Yeah, what? Thank you. Right he's, about he's Gio? hitting 318 with 
with seven hits. I totally saw twenty three, and I was like, "Oh, that's twenty three." No, no, games. he yo, he's played twenty three games, but he's oh. made a, made appearances in twenty eight, ah, twenty three games. That's what, oh, because he's always been defensive replacement in like yes. every game. So he has twenty four. That's also outdated. He might Your have more games played a, than played appearances. They're not current today, and this also shows how bullshit this stat is. He went 0 for 3 today, and it dropped his fucking batting average 38 points. But you see so, why I didn't even check that? Because I saw 23 games, and I was like, oh, tonight yeah. won't matter. No, that's what I'm <laughs> telling you. That's what – no, get the fuck out of here. No. Okay, well. That was stupid. <laughs> Sorry for um, wasting your time, people. Hey, it's okay. Hey, hey Chandler. That would be funny. Hey, Damon. Uh, how how did that uh had that uh parlay work out for you? I know you're pr- pretty. It's excited. looking really good. As you're a pretty excited to share it. I was really good. I was kind of pissed off we didn't post it today because I've been on an ice cold streak. But I'll tell you how it's looking right now. As of eleven thirty four, the Padres five zero had them. The Dodgers are up. The White Sox won. The only thing we're waiting on really is the Dodgers and uh, Diamondbacks game. If the over hits. And the Dodgers win. We're back. We'll, we're back the, on the season. The over? What's the over for the Dodgers game? Seven. Yikes. All right. I, yeah, uh, not, not, it could happen. Great. It could happen. It could. I it also could. took a parlay today that might hit. Also had the White Sox. White they Sox barely are the hottest team in baseball right now. Not like what? they are. The, White Sox are the hottest team in baseball right now. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, they're they were somehow minus one ten against Minnesota. I don't they know. Were, they were number one. Easiest the bet I've ever made. They won by twenty yeah, against, runs today against J. A. Happ. <laughs> exactly. I bet against J. A. Happ anyway, just because I hate that motherfucker. But like, boom. Can we, can we speaking of J. Happ? We were looking at him today, and we've mentioned this before about other players. J. Happ was one of those players that the beard policy helped out in a big way. He looked like shit today. He looks terrible. He does not do a beard well. He looks exactly like what he is. He's a washed up piece of shit that couldn't make it in New York. And now he's elsewhere just kind of aging and dying off. It's like an old dog that ran away from home. And that's him. You always compare to dogs. I thought he was going to say the exact same like Jay Bruce comment that he made last time. Yeah, that was two. Okay, so two, which and I think those are both fair. So he was an old dog who ran away and then. Who? Got a gray beard? Is that who I look? Was? I don't know, man. I'm just saying he looks like a shaggy homeless guy, and he just needs to pack it up. Like, <laughs> that's 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 the bottom line. Almost threw a no hitter, dude. Yeah. Anyway, I don't give a e- flying fuck. He when, still has like a seven ERA. When did you throw a no hitter or almost do one? Uh, I don't know. We can check the fucking scorebooks from my travel ball days, like 13. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I went like five no-hit innings with like 17 walks. Five no-hit innings. If, if Bumgarner's no-hitter doesn't count through seven, your five doesn't count either. Well, I didn't finish the game because I walked too many people, but, you know. <laughs> Only to get the better you asked how apparently. close I was, and there you go. Speaking of walks, how about that uh, Garrett Cole we guy? Just, hold on. We just totally fucking cucked Murph out of his yep. parlay. Yeah, that's okay. Oh, go ahead. What was your parlay, Murph? Uh, I had the Yankees-Rangers game tonight under eight. Didn't think it was... I thought it was going to be, you know, inverse. But under still hit. Um, and then I got an 83% chance of winning, according to Action Network, because they tracked that. Good app. You should check it out. Add. Um, oh, um, Colorado done. Avalanche versus the St. Louis Blues under five and a half. Currently just one is, that, is that the uh, minor league baseball teams? Those, those teams? No, it's NHL. Oh, I, oh okay. That's a joke. <laughs> no one cares about hockey, all right? 
Well, I just wanted to hit a parlay. <laughs> Playoff hockey's here. Playoff hockey's fun. Anyway, if you want to go track everybody's uh, go everybody's picks, uh, especially Chandler's parlays, because those are the only ones that are actually hitting. Um, like never hit. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, That's they have been not, hitting. No, they have been true. hitting. I was hot. I might have been hitting. I'm. I'm. I'm on like a. I'm 11. not hitting either. But he's not. But he's the no, best I'm chance actually, of hitting out of all of us. I'm gonna check your action. I'm having because right I can I'm check having, your action. I'm having a good day today, actually. As a matter of fact, so you can. I, I, I went on a. Let's see. Here, one, two, ass, three, Luke. four. I went <laughs> on a five-game winning streak, and then. Uh, four game losing streak. So I got my ups and downs. But if you guys, I just found out that you can change the units in Action Network. And let me just tell you, it has not been going well. Because <laughs> I, I double, I doubled down on the ones actually the other day. I hit my first one where I did eight units on Judge today. Get a hit. It was over 0.5 hits in his next at bat. He got it. So I was like, okay, this is easy. I'm just going to keep doing the more units and I'm just going to go up a billion units. The next one I did it with Voight, I did eight units on that. Missed that. The next one, I just kept doing more units. In the last 30 days, I'm down 17 units. I'm down 13 in the last seven days. If Let me see, tell you, you this. You see the chart, too, in the last 30 days. Everything else is consistent, like, online. And then it just goes <laughs> like this because I, I found out the units thing. If the uh, if the old greasy parlay hits today, I wipe out nine days worth of losing. That's the, that's that's the thing big. with parlays, dude. You can just... No, all you, all well, you I, had a good, I had a good day a on my straight picks, too. I picked a, a couple of little underdogs. I got some prop bets rolling. I mean, that, you can track it all in action. It's a great app. Been if using it for follow, a long time. If you want to follow our picks, we have, too. We've been using it since college. Our friend Matt showed us it back in the day, and we were fortunate enough to partner with them. They're a great company. And if you want to follow our action, I don't know why you'd want to follow mine, but I'm 161 Luke. I routinely make bad picks. Murph, 161 Murph. Damon is 161 Damon. And Chandler is 161 Bing. Follow us if you want. If you don't, I understand. We're not good betters. We're not professional gamblers. So, Yet. If you do want to hear professional gamblers, at the back end of this show, we will have... Uh, actually, not this week. Next week, we're going to have the Action Network guys come back on, and they're going to give us some real picks. So that should be fun. But back to the Yankees a little bit. Have we? What's the state of the union on Clint Frazier? Because I know Chandler in the group chat today. So actually, was giving up on him. So let me allow me. That was actually my rounding third. Is that by? Oh, wow. oh how fun! Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, by. I was gonna say by like mid-August. I think he's back in the minor leagues. Oh, okay. you're, you're out already. I'm yeah, no. Listen, listen to I'll me. Hear, hear me it, out. Hear, hear me out. Hear me out. Right now. He is the second worst hitter in baseball, and he is the worst hitter among left fielders in the entire league. He's got, oh, uh, God, let me, oh, I got the advanced metrics right there. Look at that. He's in the bottom 3% of the league in it's exit almost, velo. It's almost like you prepared for a podcast. I did prepare for a podcast. I know. Look at me. Yeah, he's got the worst on the team as far as taking pitches in the zone. He's got the worst fucking on the team and swings and misses on pitches in the zone. And it doesn't look like he's improving at all. Like, when was the last time that Clint Frazier was at the plate and you felt confident in him outside a game like four of this season? Never. Like, I'm not. He's he's on a straight downward trend. And there's nothing stop. He's not like grasping on for momentum, anything like that. He puts up consistently poor at bats every day. And I like Clint Frazier. I just think, I don't think either this is his year or this is his team. 
whatever it may be, whatever it may be. I think he, I think his time here is coming to an end shortly. I'm, I'm the biggest Clint Frazier supporter out there. And he's, he's really been disappointing. And I, no shit. I, I really, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to have his back for now. I'm going to, not talk about it for a while until he hopefully gets his shit You're together. You're shunning him? What? You're shunning him? I'm shunning him for... The way I did with Gary? Yes. I'm shunning him until he hits above 230. See, I said body weight because uh, Gary's heavy, but you it, might never it, see it, Clint's again. body weight would be like 170. Do you yeah. realize how well he would have to get to get his batting average? That's 100 points to get it up to yeah, 230. Yeah, that's a long way. It's early. Yeah, and that's why I'm ha- having my expectations. We're over high. a quarter way through the series, the Almost. season. Anyway, back to what you were saying, Chandler. I think that I don't think he's getting sent down. I think that he he would get traded before he gets sent down. Think about it this way: if one of your trades that was in the rounding third happens, where's the room for him? I mean, what room? Because you're not cut, you're not cutting Brett Gardner. No, he's, he would be. And what do you? He would be the depth. I think. Yeah, he'd be. A, he'd be. A bench we're getting bat. a starter, and he's now the bench, the fourth guy off the bench because he's clearly not playing well. I don't. That, I think that's what they do. I think getting the deal would cause him to be the fourth guy off the bench. Gardner would play center field or left, depending on if we get Sterling Marte or not. And then you don't have to force this guy who is clearly not doing it this year and you don't have to send him down i think that's ridiculous to yeah say well, okay well down. what if well what if hicks comes back and it, he turns out i i see over there but okay let's say perfect world hicks comes back and you trade for a guy because your outfield's clearly not getting it done and now you've got hicks gardner we'll say Marte for the sake of argument so you got hicks Marte, gardner frazier judge and then you've got the bench behind him you're not going to hold on to him. Just like you're going to want to get him at bats, especially if he's hitting the way he is. He will. Like, Judge gets off days. Judge gets DH days. Now the Stanton's. That's you know, not what's going on. Yeah, my son will be back. That's not part of the conversation. You're not going to carry like six outfielders just because you feel bad for the guy. They don't. They clearly don't give a fuck about his feelings. They've sent him down for playing well. Murph, I, what do you I got? Don't see them sending him down. Murph. No, I just. Uh... Chandler, I kind of agree with you a little bit, but I also agree with what you guys were saying, Rel and Damon, in that he's either going to get traded or benched before he gets sent down. But I just wanted to add one point is that we're the four of us are a little soft on Clint because we like the guy and we want him to be good. But if there was any other player that came up this year that wasn't already an established everyday player on the Yankees and they were hitting as bad as he was, we would wanted him sent down to like the Tampa Tarpons in low exactly. A. Here's so, yeah, we I give him some Clint. pretty favorable treatment, but I, I think he's better than he's hitting, obviously. But. Absolutely love Clint Frazier. I have defended him. Me and one of my boys text about the Yankees pretty much every day. I he He's hated him since day one. I've defended Clint Frazier day in and day out for so fucking long. But I mean, I'm not even cheating on him. It's just, it's true. At the end of the day, no, cheating on if you're talking about the Yankees with other people. Oh, I know. Yeah, I know. What a terrible person I am. Even though you bring up the other guy that you talk about podcast topics with, like every other podcast. But that's neither here nor there. You guys um, need a therapy session together? Jeez. We might. <laughs> Couples therapy. Um, went to the Astros game without us. I'm still a little sore about that. Either way. So I just lost my train of thought. I don't know. I just, I, I'm, a, oh, 
I'm a huge Clint supporter. I love Clint Frazier. Oh, that's, oh, yeah, that's what it was. There <laughs> we go. There we go. No, I am. Glad you I got just that don't. one. <laughs> like, at the at the end of the day, like if you're hitting, if you're the worst hitter in Imagine Major League Baseball, <laughs> if you're literally the worst hitter in Major League Baseball, eventually something has to change. Yes, I I think that Murph, which he to, currently is. Murph, going back to your point, I think that I really do think that most Yankee fans are supporting him because we want to see him good. Oh, yeah. And I think that's what that's what sets him apart of some random guy coming up and doing poorly. Like I think that we all have high expectations of him because he's supposed to be this five tool lights out carrying the team type player because he did do it for a period of time. You know, during the the 2020 season, during the beginning of this season for four games, he was great. So he's a big part of 2020. He was a huge part. So that's that's what he can do. And I think all of the Yankee world knows he can do that. So he has high expectations. And that's why we're all like not giving up on him. But we're kind of like fucking get it together, man. You know, you, well, that's you've, the thing. Is that you've he's either going to figure it out or like, he's not. He's been waiting for his entire career to get literally this opportunity. This is, this is the one time he's had an opportunity to be an everyday starter. And... He's been fucking a business. He's kind of been blowing it. And I know like, baseball's hard, but it's you kind of got to do. Murph, great analysis, by the way. He's either going to figure it out or he's not. That's <laughs> like, true. I mean, as simple as it I is, mean, like, either he's going to keep Jenner's doing this fan, and we so got to figure got, out what we're going to do with him, analysis or he's going to figure here. it out and we'll be fine. Well, no, it's true. Like I see what you're saying. It's it, you Two can't just outcomes. keep like you can't just keep pandering. Like, oh well, maybe he'll get it next time. Maybe he'll get it next time. It's either like at some point, it's either figure it out or fucking move on. No, here's and, what I'll say about this: is I don't. I agree that I I don't think he's he's looking any better. I think he looks worse by the day, offensively at least. The catch he made, we haven't even talked about that yet. Let's give him some credit for that catch. There's a lot the of them. Great. There's a lot of them that he is he even mentioned it today too like people don't think i should die for everything that one he needed to die for and that one was beautiful uh sometimes he does just dive to dive i feel like today they're like why why are you gonna give him shit for that he's making a good play there's plenty of other things to give him shit for currently offensively that's all i'll give him all the credit in the world for his defense especially because of how great of a 180 he made on that the offense he does he just doesn't he either swings the bat at nonsense or doesn't. He doesn't know when to swing, and that's the thing. That's a very hard thing to figure out. It's it's not that he's you know getting unlucky and hitting into double plays or whatever. He's making contact. He just doesn't. He's so mentally not knowing what to do. He just doesn't know what to swing at. When he does swing, it's so up in the zone or wherever the fuck it is. I don't know. It's a whole mental makeup thing, and I don't know that he can figure it out shortly. I think. I have faith in him to figure it out because I know he's a great baseball player. And that's why we are a little bit more lenient about him. I agree, Murph. If it was another player, we would say, get the fuck off this team. But that's why a, I'm saying there's a reason. There's a reason, there's a reason. Jay Bruce have... was bad for two weeks and we forced him okay, to Okay, that's a bad analysis. <laughs> no, because we know, we know what Clinton is and we know the hype around him. And we, there's a reason no, why no. we're so, we like him so much is because we saw good stuff. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, so that's an unfair. You know, a thing to say, like, oh, you know, if no, it's somebody else, send him down because he is a good player, and you give that people more of a leash when they're better players. So I, I, I I'm, I'm with Damon. I'm with Damon. You just made my no, point. I'm not even like, against Damon. It was just an observation. Like, yeah. you know, we we do give him a longer leash, partially because the Yankees gave him such a short leash. You made my point there. Like, if he can't, 
if it's the pitch recognition and it's something he's not going to work out in a game, clearly, why would you not want to send him down in games that don't matter to get the mental part right and then come back up when you're ready and fucking lock it back in and do what you can? He's a it's weird not, one where yeah. sending down is not going to help his mental. That's going to that's gonna I, make him even worse, dude. How? You can't get worse than already the worst. No, like that. I'm saying the mental state. Like he still has Scranton Rail Riders in his bio on Twitter. Exactly. Send him fucking Maybe that's the problem. Maybe if he takes that out of his bio, he's gonna hit four fifty for the next month. Uh, I I'll don't DM know. him. I'm with I just, to round this out, I, I am with Damon that I, I don't even think we should talk about it going forward because it's just an obvious thing. Until something changes, we we address it. I think it's it's a borderline I'm not gonna shun him like Damon is. But I, he's not Gary Sanchez level shunning for me. I am not gonna. I'm, I'm gonna, only I'm doing. Gonna, I'm, I'm gonna only let it doing this because I care. I'm gonna let okay. it be. <laughs> I'm he's not his back. I care. Still have his back. But I'm like a I'm like a mother who's just trying to teach him a lesson, and I want you to do better. So it's not the cold shoulder. It's no. just you know, not mad. Time out until you fix your attitude. Is speaking of disappointed, are you? Is this, he's obviously the most the biggest disappointment. Hundred percent. I mean, I, I haven't, I haven't talked more about a guy second. in my entire life than him. What did you say? I haven't talked more about a guy in my entire life than uh, him. I just don't believe that. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> nice, nice, Mer. <laughs> I had a quick... I was, I had, I've honestly, truthfully, had my finger on that button for... I saw like, I saw that coming because you looked at me really like, Nine what did time. you say? <laughs> you were like, you want me to repeat I was confirming it. that it was, a, it was a good... So out of 10, what was that, Mer? Nine out of 10. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, see, it wasn't. You were on my the team best, too. It wasn't the best. The execution was there, but there are better. Uh, yeah, yeah. Words. I got what you're saying. Does what I what I say after count to it? Like I was too happy. I cheered for it. Is that like I gotta play it cool type thing? Well, no. The re- did you hear me say it under my breath as you hit it? I was hitting the button. It's a little delayed. Well, I I said that's what she said into the mic as you okay, hit it. So if you hadn't said it, it was better. No, no, no. It was even better because I also said it. Oh, okay. Cool. Nine. I'll take the nine. It was good. good. Next player. Judge. Hottest player on the fucking planet right now. And it's just it's just funny that what I've been saying about Judge and Staten, it's just, again, like not one of them can be hot with the other person is is playing well. Like the other one person's playing well. Oh, Staten's on the I.L. Stan's playing absolutely out of his mind. Oh, Judge is 0 for his last 17. Like it, it's just <laughs> it happens every time and it's happening again. And it's the ridiculous. universe can't handle it. They can't no. handle it. It can't handle it. It's it's so crazy to me. Like that we signed that when we got Stanton. If I told you like that, the first thing I wanted to see was like, oh my god, Stanton and Judge back to back. We're gonna have so many back to back home runs. They're gonna be playing well together. And if they're playing well together all the time, we're gonna win multiple World Series. I I was with Matt when I got the news. He's a Red Sox fan. So like, you guys are fucked. Like, we just got the guy. He's just coming off a 57 home run season. 59. 59. And they're going to kill it. And the guy next to him got 50 fucking, I think he got 52. 52. That's what it was. And I was like, oh, my God. You guys are fucked. And if you told me, it's actually like clockwork. One person's on, the other person's off. It's just every time. And it's the over-under on home runs. The over-under on combined home runs. You guys fucking suck. (laughs) We're both delayed. The over-under on home runs that next year was 110. Yeah, it's outrageous. Obviously, it didn't happen. But that says about the expectations. Either way, now that Merce back, I can finally get some fucking love for the comparison of what we expected. You remember? 
I, you're a hockey guy. I'm, I assume you've seen the Mighty Ducks. I was assuming it was going to be the fucking like Bash Brothers from the Mighty Ducks. And oh, it's just yeah. The complete and total opposite of that. No. Yeah, absolutely. It's the weirdest part about it is too they're they're having nice seasons individually. Also, <laughs> right. it's just I know. one person will go like they they have had two of the hottest streaks of any player in baseball this year individually, and it's just and they've also had two of the coldest streaks. Stanton at the beginning of the season and Judge like two weeks ago, and their hot streaks rounds them out to now they're both hitting about 300 right now and a t- judge is leading tied for the lead and home run 24 RBIs and Stanton's doing just the same. It's just crazy that they're both having great seasons and they're also just missing each other's hot streaks, but, ex- but they're also, in, they're literally in, they have an inverse relationship. It's crazy. They're Let also bound to think up though. No, Would you not. rather? <laughs> no, they're not. no, they're not. They are though. There's too much of a sample size. It's going to happen. You're a sample it's gonna size happen. There's going to be a two week stretch where they both just sync up, and then when and that I happens, it'll be cool. all worth it. The world will explode. Either if way, it's fun, October, okay, dude. Here you go. Everybody else. Fun question. Would you rather have it like this, where it's super hot and then super cold for both of them, or would you rather have the them time. both play? Yeah, well, no. Or would you rather have them both play like? steady worst. but steady but average to slightly below average but they're both still producing at the same time i mean it depends when they're being good and when they're being i prefer i prefer yeah, this all season i don't this, care until yeah. october then they both should be hot no i like I prefer, if they're both I prefer hot in this. october they might give thank us you for giving me a real answer luke i prefer this because of the narrative is funny it is funny thank you i wanted a real answer not a yeah. well it depends on like obviously in the postseason like i want them to both be producing but I'm just Murph, saying. Murph's middle name is cop out. Like every every question, <laughs> every question you ask him, he'll be like, "Well, you know, it depends Ooh. on you know when his birthday is, and <laughs> you know what time he woke up that morning, and you know what his astrological sign is." What is that? I don't it's know. like you're a Gemini or you're you're ge- a oh, yeah, that Pisces. One. My girlfriend tried to explain it to me the other day. I didn't really get it. It's the stars, man. <laughs> I never heard of the astrological sign. I thought that was just like your. Isn't that what it's called? Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, every I know you are. when you're born determines like you know your like personalities and stuff. My my, it's all black magic horoscope, bullshit. Horoscope. Yeah, Hors- I said por- <laughs> I said horoscope. Your porcelain level. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> Sorry, we're getting. He, 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 he just episode. thought that was absolutely. He thought that was hilarious. the. He thought that was an absolute <laughs> banger. Of a, of a joke. No, I did not think that was funny. It was funny in my head. Yeah, I don't. I don't think anybody knows what you're talking. About. I don't either. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Ricky, I was how when I said that. that Ooh, Luke Voigt hit a home run today. You that was cool. I should have put that one in right after he said that. It just now. Now, exactly how much pot did you smoke? <laughs> <laughs> careful, right. careful, Damon's hot. Mm-hmm. Is that all we wanted to talk about? Yeah, I think we're Luke Voigt hit a home run. That was cool. Luke Voigt did hit a fucking bomb, and he's and- back. And he looks awesome. He does. I mean, look good. not not amazing, but he still looks. He's in the ball hard. I miss his I name in the lineup. He just makes me happy. Me too. Do you see his new celebration on first? Yes, that's what I was hoping that would catch on as like the new thumbs down type thing, but I don't think I it like will. It. Oh, was yeah. that? It was like the beer shower, like Stone. It was Cold the Stone, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Cold, Austin yeah. thing. Okay, I nice. like that. I don't think it'll slow. He does it slow. He goes. He doesn't want you to miss it. 
could be very misconstrued if you didn't know what you're yeah. looking Yeah. <laughs> Damon I, just went like this, and that should have been the that's what she said. That's but what she said. Well, that's thank what you. She and did. now I'm the one that did it. Okay. Yeah. Do you want the button, Murph? I mean, I think you'd be a better gatekeeper of the buttons. I'm just not going to I would to be. I, I, I press them a lot, and, you know, often it's not at good times. But I think you'd be a great gatekeeper. However, I have a blast doing it. So I feel like as a it. rule of thumb, the person who picks what's on the button machine shouldn't get to press them because you're you're jumping at the bit to get your sounds out there. Yeah. Well, I bought it. So, so fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> my ball, my rules. So... <laughs> Just uh, we haven't really talked that's much about the said. Orioles. Here. No, but that's like what people kids said back in the day. With like, you, you bring the football, like you make the rules. Like that's how I went. my neighbor said that he was the fucking worst. I hope he's listening. He is a Yankees fan, so I like hey, to think he is. Hey Jake, you're the worst. you're the worst. Yeah, hey, Dude, he would, you, make up, he would make up his own rules. It was like we were 13 years old playing wiffle ball, and you know. The bottom, he would be like, oh, you know, the bottom of the order, the game's over if you don't get last licks if you're the home team. Like, you just make up his own shit because he would want to win, and it'd still be. I, d- I used, I did that one time when I was in elementary school. Whenever I turned the ball over on fourth down, I, I would, I made up a rule called the forced punt. <laughs> it means if you don't get it on fourth down, you get the punt. <laughs> did you ever make up any rules, Chandler? Uh, I'm sure I've come up with some dumb shit. I just can't think of any off the top of my head. All right, well. All the guys at 161st Street, I just have two words for you. See ya!